Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I am Heinz. Today in hindsight, I want to talk about money today. You know, it's something we all have a relationship with. For some of us, it causes a lot of stress, right? And then for some, you know, we may barely think about it. Some people have all that they need to succeed, plus more. But in like a spiritual journey, sometimes there seems to be a stigma about money and being spiritual. Many of us believe our problems would wash away if we had more of it, and that may be true. <laughs> Many problems could probably wash away. But for some, too much money is a problem too, because it assists one with their vices. But what I want for all of us is to live a fulfilling and resourceful life, a successful life on our own terms. You know, I realized I don't necessarily care to buy nice things. But if I like something, I like being able to buy it without thought. I don't really like questioning if it's in my budget to eat something. If I'm out having a good time, I just want to have a good time. I just want to eat food. I'm like that. <laughs> and that is something I realized that is important in my life. I don't want to use my precious brain power contemplating between that $10 Donair or that $33 wild salmon plate. If I want the salmon, I want the salmon. No questions asked. You know, I live majority of my life with not a lot of finances. And even growing up, you know, single parent household until I was about 12 or 13 years old. And I remember one time for a little while, me and my mom even had a cardboard box as a living room table. You know, we were on the come up, we were on the budget. And I know the lack of finances must have been such a burden on my mother and such a great deal of stress. There's probably ways she couldn't even show up for herself because she was simply focused on survival. And not only for herself, but for me as well. And as a child, I didn't even realize that we didn't have money. Like I could observe others and see that they had a bigger house or they had more. But I felt like I had everything that I need. You know, that's the power of a good mother. But I remember the first time I actually felt like I had no money. The first time I felt like I was broke. I went to the mall with my friends, right? Now my mom gave me like $10 so I can get lunch. And I was grateful. Like, what more do you need? So when we get to the mall, I didn't realize my friends had like a whole day of events planned. Movies, lunch, shopping, an expensive arcade, a VR experience. Basically, the day was going to cost well over $100, and all I had was 10 And I remember bringing it up like, yo, I, I just had $10. And like my friends shamed me. They're like, why? <laughs> why did your mom only give you $10? And I, I was so confused. I'm like, because that's all I thought I needed. And I remember I called my mom. I'm like, mom, like, all the kids have more money and we're doing all these things. And my mom's like, hey, that's all I have to give you. And I was like, okay, cool. No problem. So I ended up just going home because my friends were, they were just mad rude, y'all. Like they were ripping me apart. They really created this void in that moment. And I think from that day at a young age, I developed the desire to be resourceful, to not feel the feeling of lack or not having enough. Because what kid wants to experience that again? 
but I still went on for a very long time in my life, you know, not really having any money. It's not like I chose a career that granted automatic finances. I was building a creative career full of uncertainty, no stable income, you know, didn't have the best money management skills and not knowing if I could pay rent. I don't know. That was like normal to me. But then as I started to make a lot more money, you know, along my journey, I actually started to feel guilty at one point. I actually couldn't understand how I was making a living from, you know, drinking tea in my kitchen and talking to people on the Internet. And I almost started to self-sabotage myself. You know, I started to look away from opportunities because I had this stigma around money for some reason. And other people added on top of that, oh, you're spiritual, but you're making money. You know, you have sponsors on your videos. And they quickly try to dismiss me for replenishing all the time and the production I put into what I do. All I'm trying to do is create a sustainable system so I can continue to do what I do. And it took me like a good year and a half to get to where I am now to fully embrace being resourceful. Because we know money doesn't equal happiness. Many folks with tons of money we know are depressed. But money does do something. It can grant you some more time, help you create experiences, give you a peace of mind in knowing that your bills and everything is taken care of. So that space in the mind can be filled with great ideas and value and you can put your energy where it belongs. Money can be a great resource for our health. We can take care of ourselves because when we don't have it and we're struggling and the bill collectors are calling, it becomes very difficult to take care of ourselves, doesn't it? Because we are full of worry, but it also can spark innovation. Sometimes the motivation is not having money and there's nothing wrong with that. You are allowed to be motivated by not having money. I was listening to this uh, podcast with The Rock and they were asking him like, yo, what, what was your motivation in the beginning? And he was honest. He's like, I'll be, I'll be completely honest. There was no real meaning. There was no real purpose. I just didn't want to be broke anymore. He's like, that was my fuel. And this is how integrated money is in our lives. And that's why we need to have a healthy relationship with it. Because anything in our life, we have a relationship with. You know, often those who want to make a lot of money, they're shamed and called greedy. And those who don't are shamed into being average or complacent. But nobody knows your heart. You know, they just focus on the surface. For me, what helped was I asked myself, what kind of life do I want? And to not be ashamed by it or to worship that life either. But the truth is, when I asked that question, I said, I want to be able to take care of my family with ease. When my daughter is 16, I want to be able to buy her some new wheels. When she's 19, I want to be able to pay for her university and an apartment so she can focus on her studies or travel. I want to take care of my mom. I want to be able to travel and have experiences with my family. And when I go out, I want to eat good. Simple. And I used to feel like shame for these desires. I used to feel bad for splurging on food. But I'm like, I like to go to a restaurant and just eat good. If I want to get three appies, I want to have three appies. <laughs> it's just how I am. And there's nothing wrong with that, I realized. 
because we're often told that we should just be happy with the bare essentials. And yes, we should have gratitude, of course, that we have a roof over our head and that we are fed. But there's nothing wrong with wanting to expand and experience more that life has to offer. And there's nothing wrong with having contentment, with being content. You know, I know someone who told me if they never traveled, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't devalue their life or bring any more value into their life. It's not a desire for them. They are completely happy in their hometown, in their day-to-day -day life. And that is beautiful. They found their happy medium. In a spiritual sense, many would romanticize that type of individual because they represent a monk, a minimalist. But maybe you want to travel four or five times a year to unique places, beautiful places. Maybe you want to have a nice home. Is there anything wrong with that? Is there anything unspiritual about that? No, of course not. Go get it. This is your life. Keyword, your life. You determine your essentials. The slippery slope is when we worship. If you worship things, then things control you. If your sole happiness is in an item, now it means you are for sale. Where is our happiness? Where is our value? Where is our credentials? It's within. It's in our spirit. Where do we go when we want to find that unconditional love? We go within. Our lifestyle is just the essence of our life that we have already created. First, it starts with us, our inner environment, within our heart and our mind, housing our spirit in a temple that brings its security and comfort. But only you can create the life you want to live, right? You can't live on somebody else's standards for a life and neither or is better. It just depends on the life that you want. It depends on the individual. The person that saves all their money isn't necessarily wiser than the individual that decides to give themselves many experiences. If you compare on paper, we can come up with a judgment. But when you look into their hearts, they both may have the same frequency for what they want. Money is just a tool. And our tools become obstacles when we don't know how to use them. Money, it can enslave you or it can assist you. You know, I have a friend in the past who helped me out financially a few times. And recently he's needed some assistance. So he'll call me and ask and with no hesitation, with no question, I send him a transfer because this is my day one. He was there for me and I'm there for him. And that is a part of my happiness. That is essential for me to be there for others in multiple ways. If it's financially, I want to give people opportunities I want to be resourceful. That's the standard I want to create for my life. You create the standard and then you live it. You stand on it. You own it. They say money is the root of all evil. Why? Because if you chase money out of greed and control, it means you are willing to manifest the actions that come out of greed and control to get it. And that is a slippery slope. But if you want to be resourceful so your energy can simply expand, live and be more giving to give your mind body and spirit the space it needs to innovate and thrive to explore then my friend do so with no shame create the life you want money is a tool and for some reason it's the people on top who always tell us not to go get it to just be happy with what we got again i found my happiness before i even had a dollar i had negative $20,000. I had student loans and I found my happy. And from there, we built on top of that. 
But if you want a bigger life, go big. If you want a small and humble life, go small. But just do it from your heart center and the rest will flow for you. When you think of money, remove the pain, remove the traumas of the past, remove the limited mindset and tap into belief, tap into possibilities, affirm to yourself that you are resourceful. Affirm to yourself that you are a provider, that you are a receiver. And over time, you will look around and you will say, wow, look at this life I have. I created this. I am resourceful in many ways, emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially. And you will say it with a big smile on your face and spirit. So you don't know in hindsight, everything is going to be all right. There's nothing wrong with going and getting it. You understand?